So, Varty, I've been meaning to ask, why is K2 making this racket? I can barely hear myself when I have to go retreat in the back of my mind. Well, you see, uh, uh, it's quite simple, actually. It's, uh, aren't we omnitemporal? Shouldn't we be able to, you know, see the future? I, I know, Mac, I know, but it, it, I don't think you've ever quite understood this concept, but there are times in some people's lives where determinism just takes a back seat. Takes a back seat. It, yes, they truly gain some capacity of free will. The general gist is known, but, you know, they have their moment where they can change the course of events. And for some people, it happens more than others. So then, why do you have K2 here making this racket? Well, simply put, uh, this is the best way to get the calculations we need. It should be able to predict the most likely outcome, but it can never be quite certain. But I do think that this is the case, that it's uh, going to give us the result we're looking for. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Say, what about that time uh, back in Centralia where you were able to, you know, kind of see some things? I did hear the broadcasts when I was out of your head. Oh, that was an exception. That was sort of the uh, cosmic destiny of things that was going to go down. Cosmic destiny. Yes, yes, I was able to see how things were destined, but not necessarily how they get there. I see, I see. So... Oh, the episode. That, right, the episode. Oh, hello there, ladies, folks, and gentlemen. Where we last left our heroes, they had just been at an auction in Austria, only for a murder most foul to occur before them, and a robbery in the middle of a blackout. Welcome to episode 15 of Masks of Nyarlathotep, The Auction. Can I say it? Can I say it, Vlad? Can I say it? Come on, please. Let me say it. Let me say it. No, Mac, we're not making the obvious reference. Uh, come on, come on. There's a blackout in the middle of this in the middle of the city. It's looking like things are going well. And then it's people mysteriously oh, it's all come da 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 to good night Vienna. Oh god. <clears throat> Mac, I swear you make all these anachronistic references. I'll love it. When the lights return after a solid minute of blackout, they they return, and a few things have happened. A glass case was shattered. An item was stolen. You felt a couple of bumps and prods in the middle of the night. Lewis is gone, and the Texan has been stabbed with a switchblade and is dead. Everybody is panicking. Ava Ausberg, the woman in charge of the house, is like banging her gavel going, Order! Order! Stay calm! Stay calm! Charlie is going to rise out of his chair and scream, Sit down! Everybody just uh, freezes. 
They they go to their edges of the room, backing away from the glass case to the benches on the sides. Very sad. Uh, boy. And as they sit down, they all kind of collect themselves. Uh, the the auctioneer goes to the phone, dials in like for the local police. And the cops are on their way. All right, everybody's going to stay in this room. Nobody is going to leave until we figure out what happened here. All the aristocrats in this room kind of sigh and, uh, you know, like kind of just like go back, you know, just kind of like, you know, it, it, it's gone from like the, the shock of somebody's been murdered to. The Agatha Christie, oh no, somebody has been killed. Sort of, oh, what an inconvenience. Uh, early circuits. Oh, boy. <sighs> uh, let me describe some of these other aristocrats in here, because I didn't really get a good chance. I didn't really take the time last session to describe them to you. So George Walker, the dead man, is like that Texas oil baron who has been you know, again, stabbed in the heart with a uh, with a switchblade. But some of the other people in here are interesting. There's like a very much a refined aristocrat uh, of Russian origin. He's got like a he's got very uh, I believe he is wearing a Nushanka right now in exile. So you know, people with like metal. One got one man has like you know medals on his chest, and he's a as he wears his very refined suit. Another is this man with a full beard and a turban with a feather on it and a jewel in there. He smokes a cigarette. There's a very very fine sort of femme fatale looking woman amongst uh, amongst the bunch. Uh, and uh, two gentlemen in suits. Just two normal sort of, you know, European men in suits. And that, and aside from the Baron and Sasha, that's the lineup. The cops finally arrive and uh, begin questioning. They're not going to come to any of you yet, so you have an opportunity to kind of look about the room if you want to, since things have calmed down, or to talk to other people, if you want to take charge in the mystery. Or you could just sit back and let the police do their business. Well, first hmm. of all, I'm curious how this went. Good point. He did have a switchblade, did he? Uh, I don't think so. All right. Great sort of vote of confidence. <laughs> Never asked him. <laughs> well, I think straight away Charlie is going to have a look at these people assembled, just sort of try and tell if any of them see him. Uh, I don't want to say suspicious. I'd uh, rather lean more towards uh, guilty or like the sort of 
trying to hide something. And he tried to look past the whole sort of aristocrats annoyed to be here. Ah, yes. Uh, well, the ones who look immediately sort of... Unwilling very... to do a psychology roll. Uh, yeah, yeah. G give me the psych roll. I can tell you, like, the immediately obvious one is that, like, Sasha is just nervous as hell. Uh, I'm, I'm using a few luck points to make that succeed. That's fair. Yeah, using psychology, you also kind of notice that uh, of all the people in the room, Klaus Hunderpriest, this uh, one of the uh, two, uh, one of the two men in suits, looks particularly nonchalant about the whole thing. Though uh, the man in the turban also kind of looks a little bit like too out of it as well. So are you saying that they are looking like they're hiding something or like they're looking like, oh no, they genuinely had nothing to do with this? Lackadaisical would be the word. They look like they're, it's hard to tell. It's either they don't care or they're trying to look like they don't care. Either way, might be worth asking them. The rest of the group seems partially concerned. And a little taken aback. Well, pointing uh, this out to my dear companions, of course. Thank you very much. Hmm. I'd like to listen in on just what the crowd is saying about who got stabbed or what they're thinking right now, see if anything shows up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, he and uh, Lady Margaret used to date all the time back in the day. Unfortunate. Unfortunately, though, uh, well, that marriage went actually went south after they finally tied the knot. Never filed for divorce, though. That's one of the things you overhear. I see that as an absolute win. <laughs> I think. <laughs> so yeah, the big suspects are... I only say Class Winter Priest by name because you got into a bidding war with him. Uh, let's see. Ah, yes, the Turbin Man. Turbin, Turbin man. man. He's one of the two people who you got a weird vibe off of, uh, Charlie. Yeah. And uh, it takes a little bit of while, Toprock, but you figure out Lady Margaret is the is the woman in the is the uh, woman in the very like very modern dress okay of all people the auctioneer comes up to the three of you it, i know this is quite an odd sentence but uh are are you the friends of Bennett Price? Yep. Yep. Oh, 
I believe we haven't fully introduced Ava Ausberg, head of the head of uh, Lady Ausberg, if you prefer. Ava, it's good to meet you. The pleasure's the same. Uh, Bennett took some time to describe you to describe you to me. We had nothing but good to say about you, Miss Well. Ah, good to hear. Uh, I I entrust ah your your professor Demir correct? Indeed, I am. Ah yes yes. Uh, he he told me about uh, your research and your work. I was curious if I could possibly contract you at some point for some uh, artifacts to sell, but that is for a different time. He never comes up short. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mister mate. Uh, but first, it seems we have a murder. Yes. Look, I, I know this seems like a big act of trust, and I'm not the kind of person to immediately just, like, trust strangers to do something, but, well, then it really won me over, so I'm going to take a chance here. The cops are way too slow. There is no way they're going to be able to find the artifact and figure out what happened to everyone in time. They will take ages. In addition, imagine the horrible reputation my auction house is going to get. So, tell you what. You help me, I help you. I knock uh, 500 pounds off of what you owe me. And in exchange, you if you help uh, just speed up the investigation, I'll take you. Bennett talked about your skills as detectives. <laughs> Dang. <clears throat> Where do you think we should start? I can show you anywhere you need to go inside uh, the place, but unfortunately, the the room in uh, to get into this room it's dead bolted. There's no way you can. There is a you know no way in or out except for that door. There is no ventilation or windows or anything. Windows, there's definitely none. They want to make sure the artifacts are kept inside and not exposed to sunlight. Ah, of course. But, uh, ventilation, there is. It's very small, though. Not really quite made for, uh, people. But you could maybe slip things through it. I'm it's like a single vent going from one room into the main hall. False doors. Uh, again, there's the one door. Unfortunately, it was yeah. He was asking about false doors. False doors. Uh, Ava assures you that there are none. She would know. She, her her father had this house, and her father's father had it, and they passed down the secrets through the generations. And there are no false doors here. Sounds just worthy. Uh, is there... I presume the auction was held on, a, like, a stage? It was held in sort of an open-air room. There's a podium at the front. In the mm -hmm. center is, like, a glass case containing some of the artifacts, and you're free to look around and mingle. There's chairs, like, all around, forming a U-shape around the podium. You know, you cluster together in your groups, and, uh, you know, you raise your hand if you want to bid. I think it's wise if I take a look uh, under the podium. Who knows? 
Ah, yes, nobody actually answered that question. Uh, she informs you uh, that the artifact that was taken, because it wasn't immediately obvious, or rather it would be obvious to you, but I didn't inform you, was the brass head was taken. Hmm. And is that about the size of a head? Yeah, it's like a the size of a head, like the act, like about proportional to a human head. Okay. So one to one scale. It's still in your room. It might still be in here, but hmm. Here's the thing. The, everyone is still in this room. So, how would they get it out? Too big to fit through the vent. Then whoever took it still has it on their person? Hidden in a bag or in their clothing? And the door was deadbolted. So. Yeah, the door is a deadbolt. Because I seem to recall last session you ended with the sound of the door closing. Uh... The way that it works, uh, I will clear my description, is that the door is deadbolted from the inside to make sure that nobody infiltrates the room when the auction is being held. And so, you know, the only way to unlock that from the is from the inside. But everything there is a lock off, on the outside. So there is but, yeah. literally nothing saying that while it was dark, the door couldn't have been opened and closed. Yep, the door could have been opened and then closed. And that's what you got. Hmm. Uh, do you have... Which, of uh, course, means that if that happens, there is an accomplice on the inside because someone would have had to put the deadlock back. Bing, bing, bing. All right. So the robbers have the have the head. It's a question of who... Is who let them in. And also, who murdered the Texan? Uh, and funny. also, who kidnapped Lewis? <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. He was probably the one who stole it, so it's clearly Clara who's there. I'm innocent, sir. <laughs> Sounds fair. Yeah. We sold it. <laughs> so yep. mission accomplished. <laughs> and Clara hates like, Texas. It's like well known. So Texas. Texas do. Apparently that is conjecture and <laughs> we will continue this in England, sir. Oh my. So <laughs> So yeah, if you help me out, keep it on the down low, and uh, you know, they'll talk to their fe to fellow compatriots more than they'll talk to the police. I think. Nobles mm -hmm. like to gossip. Yeah. Oh yes. While we're about it, do you have a register, like an attendance register? Oh yes. Uh, pulls out a full <laughs> list of names. It might just be worth, you know, doing a little roll call, making sure everybody is accounted for, so to speak. That's what you do in a crisis, right? Head count? Yep. 
Super. Question. Yes. Uh, the thingy was uh, like in a glass display case, right? And that was smashed. Which was smashed. Uh, just, I'm sure I know the answer, but just be sure. Is the glass outside of the case, uh, case or inside? Uh, where the case would have been. Uh, so. No, he. I think he's asking. Uh, yeah. Window trick. Out or in? Uh, yes, it was going inward. There, it's a glass case inset to the wall. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we're, just... we're, we're not dealing with mini explosions from the inside. We're not dealing no. with mini explosions from the inside or sentient. You always have to make sure. You always got to check. No, it's a very, uh, it's a very good question. So. Yeah. Um, another good question is: Is the glass remnants on any of them? In here. Are the glass remnants still in here? No, are there glass remnants on any of the attendants? Not that you can see spot him. Oh yeah, nice. that's a that, that's a mutual good draw. <laughs> nice. Hmm. What we call extreme. Martin, you think that maybe the who Ava gestures to you as Sir Martin Murray, might be the one who has a little bit of some glass on him. He was standing near the head at the time. Yeah, well, that means he either had opportunity to do it or opportunity to see who did it. Hmm, nice. Good move. No, also, the auction lists Bennett Price in the list of attendants. You were let in as his representatives. Aww. So, you want to start mm -hmm. conducting interviews, or do you want to keep looking people over? Wait, how many places are there that could hide a head? Again, the people with the head have probably left. You're trying oh, to yeah. figure out who the accomplice is. Uh, all right, we gotta be uh, quick. The the dead Texan is he still in situ, or somebody picked him up and moved him? He's there. There is a police officer uh, still uh, keeping an eye on the body. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go over there and take a look at him. Hold it, ma'am. What are you trying to do? Not... Take a look. Ma'am, that would be tampering with the crime scene. Do you have any sort of credential no. for this kind of investigation? No, 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 listen, 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 sir. If I were touching him, that would be tampering now, wouldn't it? I'm not yes. touching him. I'll have you know, this is the lady of Malone. <laughs> Clara, yes. roll luck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my 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 fiance is a police officer, uh, private detective. But uh... good enough. Give me that luck potato, roll. Potato, potato. Yeah.
Did that pass? Hello? Craig did not like that one little bit. Uh, let me see. I... That is a fa that is a failed luck roll. Goddamn. You're the, only by, you're the like, lady of Jack Malone? I hate that oh, guy. Oh. He oh, beat me the cake. Oh, man. Oh, I, I, you, 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 you leave his reputation out of this. Uh. He keeps asking me about kangaroos. I don't know anything about kangaroos. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, look, look, between you and me, I understand he might not be the sharpest tool in the box, but he's a good man. Ugh. And I, I don't see what him being confused about the whereabouts of kangaroos has to do with me, sir. And if you don't let his lady friend here look at the corpse, I am going to tell him that you are holding out on the kangaroos. I don't... I don't... <clears throat> Fine. <laughs> Just so we're clear. Jack is a bit of a moron on some things. Hmm, you don't say. He's a bit, bit, bit dumb, but he's got heart. And that's why I love him. If he was fully competent in everything, he wouldn't be the ultimate assistant NPC for, like, another group I've been running for. Oh. <laughs> Alright, now that's out of the way. <clears throat> I'm gonna do what I came here to do, be professional and have a little look at this cadaver. So, my real question for you is this. Do you try to yeah. sneak a touch of the dagger and do psychometry? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yep. Alright, go for it. Okay. Just need to touch it with, like, pinky finger or something. I'm not gonna dislodge it. No fingerprints, no nothing. That is a passed roll. On, on hard. Yes. Alright. Uh, one second. Do, do, do. Uh, spend your luck as usual. 1d6 plus 4. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. My, okay, ma you're my good. magic. Yep. Yep. Okay, done. Ooh, that's a lot of magic points. Ooh, all of it. All right. You're able to get a lot, though. You get this intense feeling of, not hatred, not even, no, this is opportunity. A sudden flash of insight, a bold move. I could do this, and no one would know. The action is take, the dagger is plunged, and, and all you can hear is the faint voice of, the deal is secured. That's all you got. Okay, good enough. <clears throat> the police officer was too angry to notice that you touched the that you touched the dagger. Later they will scan it for fingerprints. They do not find yours. <laughs> good. That's what the 2d100 roll was for. Uh, Alright. Don't we don't have another Centralia disaster. Yeah. Uh, fingerprints. Ate them. Mm. Okay. 
Okay, yeah, no, he's definitely very, very dead. That was all I needed to do. Thank you very much. Bye. And he's gone. <laughs> you did have to tell You're him. You're almost <laughs> as good as Malone on the... Yes, he's very dead. <laughs> yeah, pal, he's very dead. I should know. I'm a professional cop. In fact, it's almost as if I can hear his voice in my head as I investigate. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh. Charlie's gonna check with the police officer and be like, have you checked his pockets? Yeah, we didn't find much. What, his wallet? A couple of other identifying marks? There was a letter. Yeah. Remains unsent. It's written by him. What it say? Well, I'm not right. Malone's friends. He rolls his eyes. <sighs> the short version of it is is that it's an uh, it's that it's an unfinished love letter to to his uh wife ex. It's unclear. It shows the relationship was very strained. It wasn't addressed, though. We just guessed. Well, we were about to bring in the Lady Margaret for questioning. Good luck with that. Yes. These nobles are never easy to talk to. Oh, I know. I'm friends with a Russian princess. Oh, yeah. Uh, trust me, we just finished inter uh, interrogating that Nikolai Tychevsky guy. Talk about Russian aristocrats. Oof. You do good work. Good luck. I'm sorry, what'd you say there? I'm. You do good work. Good luck. Thank you. I'm going to leave, uh, Clara, do you want to relay that information at all, or? Well, yeah, I, I will try to, best of, best of my natural ability. He, dead, dead Texan man, he was in on something, or in the way of it? I don't know, Kill, killing him wasn't, wasn't random. This, this served a purpose, it made something easier for some body. Don't know who. Hmm. Alright. So I guess figure out if you had any natural enemies amongst this lineup and go from there? I should have brought one of my books with me about how to raise the dead. Uh, no raise the dead? I don't see that making it easier. <laughs> it's not raise the dead in a good way. Um, <laughs> well, you mean like 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 zombies? Ugh, no. We could ask him some questions, maybe. Yeah, the best answers you would get are. <laughs> How horrible, stereotypical. Mm. Alright, uh, quite a random question. 
is there blood around the broken uh, case uh, display? Upon getting there and walking there a bit closer, you do notice that there's like a little bit of blood, but it seems to be uh, like very minor. It's only on some of the shards of glass. Hmm. So somebody did the classic wrap the rag around your hand and punch it thing. All right. Again, the one person who had glass on him was Sir Martin Murray. I mean, it does mean we can check the hands to see if there's any damage. Yeah. How are you going to do that? Uh, first look around the crowd and see who's really trying to hide their hands. Well, Lady, Lady Margaret uh, does, uh, does wear gloves. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, that's going to be hard. Mikhail de Borsavin, the guy in the turban, uh, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't hide his hands. Neither does Murray. Tychevsky keeps his hands in his coat. Lesek Kersman uh, just stands there and just sits looking at you going, what are you looking at? Hmm. George Walker is dead, as we mentioned. The Baron has a hook, so <laughs> don't try him. Nor does his assistant. Sasha continues to shake quietly in the corner, and then uh, Dar uh, Klaus and Darnell Coulson have no, have no blood. Uh, oh lord, I have to make conversation with the Russian guy and shake his hand. Uh. <laughs> uh, what did the police say about the Russian guy earlier? That he was some aristocrat and kind of a douche? He's hard to talk to, yeah. Oh, great. Yes. Hello, Professor. <laughs> Hello, my good sir. Oh, that's kind of turn of the evening. Indeed it has been. Tell me, with that goofy hat of yours, do you happen to be with the, uh, with uh, Deborah Sabin over there? Does he mean the police? He means the, uh, he means the man in the, in the fortune teller's turban. <laughs> Oh. <sighs> uh, wait. All right. Did he just say my he name, uh, the professor? Yeah, he knew. He knew who you were. Ah, uh, I can't even introduce myself. Uh, what to do? Mr. What to do? Mr. Demir, I've heard a lot about your recent enterprises and continuing lawsuits with the Baron von Baron. I can tell the Baron from Baroness right. He waves his hook at you coyly. <laughs> uh, so, what do you make of this murder? He pulls his hand out of his pocket. His left hand. Nee, I do not know. No blood. I, as I see it, uh, 
is I see that this was born entirely out of uh, opportunity. Purely a, uh, purely a uh, strange, strange matter. First they stole an object and they murdered Dixon. Yeah, what do I care? Oh well, it keeps us stuff interesting at least. Hmm. Yes. Uh, it's a shame too. I was really looking forward to bidding on the head. I've been oh, doing really? research. I've been doing the research, yes. Didn't know you were also interested in artifacts of that kind. Why else would I be here? Uh, a man needs some way to pass time. What I hear is that they can tell you answers of deep philosophies, strange questions. And what would you have asked it? Hmm. I would have started to use it to obtain uh, knowledge of the unknown. Is there life after death? What is the meaning of the life, etc., etc.? <laughs> he man. pulls out. He, he starts to pull out his right hand, trying to gesture with it, but he slinks it back into his pocket. Make a spot hidden check. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Oh, no, the passes. Nice. You glance. There's a big spot of blood on the back of his hand. Bingo. All right. So, what are your plans after this? Or yeah, just... go back to my hotel room. Hopefully, the auction will resume, and then go back to my to my uh, home in Poland. Yeah, I do hope the police doesn't keep us waiting for all too long. Indeed, I hope so. Personally, I would like to get this over with. I have a very important business deal. <laughs> I don't think you're the only one here. Indeed. Well, I won't keep you occupied much longer. Alright. Thank you. Alright. Charlie. What? There's blood on his hands. Well, one of them. I think oh. he smashed over the gate. Uh, the display. Do you want Did he punch the display? What did he say? Do you want us to rough him up? Uh, we need information. Us? So what do you want to do? I mean, we might be able to convince the police that he helped, at least with a stolen object, and then they could detain him. But yeah, again, but if they detain take... him, uh, then the we can't ask any more questions. Are going to demand to be let out. Yes. Oh, we're on our own here. Clara, your touchy touchy magic thing works on people as well, right? Just objects. Um, 
I'll be honest with you, Professor, I've never tried it on a person. Uh, it might work. Who do you want me to touch? You could either try the gloss or Mr. Poland's over there. Ooh. Just sneak up behind him. Just act, brush up against him, make it look like an accident? Okay. Uh, okay. Act like a hysterical woman. I've seen you do it before. When have I ever been hysterical, <laughs> Professor? <laughs> Pretended to be. That's his key word there. <laughs> I know. I... Uh, okay. Um... Such a gentleman. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, yep. I'll, I'll give that a try. Just. <laughs> I'm just gonna ask yeah. you to make the roll, and I'm gonna describe the the consequence of this, but I w it will tell you a lot. <laughs> okay, so just make straight psychometry roll. <laughs> yes. Okie doke. I like this. Never done it on a like a live human being. This actually feels quite exciting to me. I can't believe you never done that. Oh Ooh. hell yeah, that's a good one. That's a good roll. One d six plus four. Uh huh. Yeah, let me know if you're out of magic points and you have to spend more than that. Not yet. I still okay. have two left. <laughs> Do you okay, need lose five sanity, and we're about to trigger a bout of madness. But let me describe what oh, you go through. Not again. Not again. So for what takes, so you like brush up against him. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. As you trip, you get a good touch on him, and you do the psychometry trick, right? Right. Here's what happens. To what to the room is only a second. To you is 36 years. You live huh? out his whole life in your head. Everything he's gone through. You believe you are him. And this goes by in front of you in slow motion. Like, life goes down to a crawl when you do this. But for a while, you eventually forget that you were ever Clara while you're living out his life in your head. But eventually, you get back to this point. And when you do, you see yourself and you start to remember who you are. But while this is happening, eventually you get to the point where the lights go out. Mm -mm -mm. And once you do, you see that he pulls out a switchblade and stabs him. Noticing, and your internal monologue as him goes, this is it. I can get the deal. I can then finally buy out his oil company. And then once you go for the stab, he gets... He goes for the stab, he puts it back in his pocket, and he, acts, he puts his hand back in his pocket, covers it up, and makes it look like he didn't do anything at all. But you see from his perspective, though, one of the figures who goes rumbling in and you can make out that the figure who opened the door is definitely a man. As you return back to your body as Clara, you have an extreme sense of dysphoria. Like, you have no clue. Like, you kind of forgot who you were for a second, but it all comes rushing back to you. But you're paranoid now. You are not certain of who you are, 
for a little while. And this is why you don't do it on living people. <laughs> well. Sorry, not sorry. I'm not sorry either. You go through this man's 36 years of his life. You know so many intimate details about what he's done. It's kind of upsetting. <laughs> I'm going to allow you to make up details about his life and backstory unless I deliberately step in and tell you what it is, but you're free to make stuff up about who he was. So does that give her free skill increases? It might. I will handle this post-session and kind of like tell her what happened. But there's okay. always a big sanity cost for doing this every time. Oh, yeah. That is so powerful. And the result of the Pout of Madness was the paranoia, yeah? Yeah. Cool. I can live Your with that. Your phobias and manias are also acting up again. Oh, bugger. Any Mythos virgins in the house? N not here. Everyone here <laughs> has dealt with artifacts. Oh, thank God. Experience, so you're safe for now. Except <laughs> the cops. The cops. No, except for the <laughs> one who worked with Malone. He's fine. The rest of the cops, though. Oof. No. He disparaged my boyfriend. I'm gonna cut him. No, no, he's fine. <laughs> no, it's good. <clears throat> so anyway, I, after I that, uh, peak unpleasantness. I guess he's just kind of standing stock still in the middle of the room, just blinking. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Everybody's looking at you. Everybody? Everybody. What did I- I was just standing here, why are they all staring at me? Because yeah, he tripped earlier. Oh. <clears throat> Sorry. Everything's fine. Go about your business. Stop staring at me! <clears throat> Madame Clara Manning. Oui. Ah, uh, 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 I think so. Yes, yes, sorry, yes, it's me. Um, uh, who are you? Mikel de Corsava, at your service. Kisses ah, your that, and she just kind of like flinches like hell. But yeah, ah, that's nice. Uh, that, very nice. Uh, I have foreseen our future meeting, my, mon chéri. Oh, hell. I must inform you, you, you are in grave danger. Yeah, no kidding, Monsieur. Uh, from from what? From Please what am I in danger? Enlighten me. Okay. I foresee uh, in the future beings of uh, unknown power and hiding beneath the tunnels beneath beneath the building. Beneath this building? Yes, we, we, there's a tunnel beneath the building. Inhabited by beings you have met once before. What kind of beings that I've met once before? Oh, I could not describe them to a woman. That would be very cruel of me and unfortunate. Oh, monsieur, I've seen some shit. Indeed, Lay it I on am me, still please. a gentleman. What mm -hmm. is... 
I, I hate this character already, but... I love him. You have my full permission to continue. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh, yes, and your friends, your friends. Yes, yes, I foresee uh -huh. horrible visions of the future. You will meet a mysterious stranger in the tunnels, and you have heard, and he is one of the people amongst us. He is not a stranger, though, if he's among us. Indeed. But he will not... How do we get into the tunnels from here? I do not know. You're good, are you? I only know so much. The powers of fortune telling are very limited. Uh, we could use Task Ava. We could. We should. We shall. Uh, you speak to Ava. She she was just uh, yes. Can I help you? Yes, you can. There are tunnels under the building, and I want to go in them, please. How do I do that? Nonsense. There are no tunnels underneath the building. That's hogwash. Bullpucky. <laughs> Humbug, even. That's not even a thing. Uh, if we had tunnels underneath the building, that would make us susceptible to robbers. You've just been robbed, madam. <laughs> I mean, you have a fair point, but our building is very secure. Is it, Look. though? This is a, a, a missing artifact and a murder that speaks volumes about the lack of security in this place. No offense intended. But. Fine, fine, fine. I will show you around. Let me show you around the first floor, then. That would be lovely. Bring your companions if you think it will aid in the investigation. Uh, Mr. Officer, I'm just showing them around. They'll be with me. So she shows you around, she takes you to the first floor, a couple of offices where a few clerks work, and then she shows you, all right, here they are, the vault rooms. Four vaults, each one with the upcoming lots for the upcoming uh, auctions. Prepared weeks in advance. Here, let me open up this one. This is the lot for four weeks from now, right? Right. And she spins it open. And when she gets the vault open, it's dead empty, and there's a hole in the corner. Thing told you. Tunnels here. See. We've been. She leans back. Oh, we've been swindled. Well, I, I, I think... <sighs> I'm going down that hole. I'll I'm coming with you. I'll okay. keep an eye out then. Make sure the cops uh, stay there. Won't be a minute. Just a trip. Quick quick trip down a hole. I mean, we've been down holes before, right, Professor? <laughs> Plenty. Yeah, it's just another hole.
You go into these tunnels. It's long and narrow, these passages. They creak and they length their way down. Clara, did you pass the check? I can spend three luck and pass that check. Go for it. Literally just three luck. I'm happy with it. Yeah. And as you work your way down, you hear... To the rest of you, it's chittering and gnashing. It's gross-sounding. But to you, Clara, it's another language. One you know very well. A voice appears. Who goes there? Only Clara understands this. You may translate now to the I've... others if you wish. Quick question. Now that I've passed that roll, uh, can I reply? Yes, you can. Sweet. Okay, so first I'm going to say, hey, uh, probably don't have to worry to, you know, to, to the other two, because I know what they are, but even better, I know what they're saying. I can talk to them. A human who speaks our tongue. Interesting. We haven't seen one of those. Well, we've talked with one before. Uh, and this is, this is in, in glish, so that the boys are just hearing squeaks and chitters, and it probably sounds really, really weird. And she just goes, ah. Uh, uh, yes, a uh, family member taught me how to speak, uh, ghoul speak, uh, we're, we're a threat to you, we're just looking around. You may pass, we will stay to the shadows. Uh, uh yeah, that's, yeah, you can do that, uh. Thank you. Someone asked us to use these tunnels. I suspect that is who you're looking for. Did they happen to come down here with a armload of stolen goods? No. We took those back from the room. We oh. wanted them back. The ghouls. Were they your things? Ghoul things? Yes. We were using them. Uh, what for? Best left unsaid. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> other subject. These people that wanted to use tunnels. What did they look like? Three men, dressed, three humans, dressed funny. Funny how? Masks over heads. Masks.
there's one last weird little point they like to raise with you. That the guy who uh -huh. could speak to them was not amongst them. Oh. And where would they have gone? Do you guys know? The graveyard. Of course, it's a ghoul hole. They all go to gra graveyards. We will try to find your Uncle Douglas, yes? You, you know my uncle? Passed him by once our tribe. Oh, I haven't seen him in oh, years. That would be interesting. He is well. Good. He is glad to hear. Grown. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And with that, they they disperse. Bye. God, talking ghoul is hell on your throat, guys. Don't try it. <clears throat> okay, so just so we're clear, Toprock, Charlie, all you see is... <laughs> That's all you Char Charlie and I just shrug our shoulders at each other, and she's doing her thing again. All right. She's just being Clara. To me, to be honest. I beg your pardon? What? What did you say? Nothing. Okay. Okay, well, that was actually remarkably helpful. Sorry I didn't have the time or the breath to translate as I went along. But whoever I see it's odd... draw the horn this time. Pardon? No, I, I'm actually having trouble hearing you right now. You speak up a bit? Or have I got to reconnect? You are going out of rather horns, Mr. <sighs> yeah. Anyhow. Our thieves. Use this tunnel. And it comes out at the other end. In a graveyard. Because, I mean, it's a ghoul hole. That's what they do. Very normal ghoul behavior, that. I'm not sure what a ghoul hole is, but whatever. It is a hole. For ghouls. But anyway, you're, that's not- the point is- You're saying that like I know what a ghoul is. Do you want to tell them about your Uncle Douglas? Because <laughs> she's suddenly just gonna like smack herself on the forehead and go, Wait! You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Ah, my- my apologies. Um, you see, my I uncle is a ghoul. There's some kind of freaky monster, man. A freaky, a matter of interpretation. Kai, I suppose freaky by typical standards. Yes, they're very tall, very odd looking, and they eat dead people. But freaky monster, I mean, man. I mean, my uncle's a ghoul. I can't look at them in any negative light. 
They're not bad guys, just want to be left to their own devices. Sure. Mm. See? <clears throat> but anyway. This passage was used by three men dressed strangely and wearing masks to hide themselves and one other who could speak ghoul speak mind you he wasn't with the men but he wasn't with thank you for clarifying the really really long dialogue so the man asked for the tunnel but he didn't mm -hmm. use it himself Yeah. So he might so be the inside man. Yeah. There you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you start to talking Google to everyone. <laughs> and whoever you whoever understands you is the guilty part. <laughs> Easy solved. Could do it. The solution could work, but I would have to ask for a psychology roll at extreme because you would have no. to see how someone's wincing and reacting to that. Because that's going to be really difficult. Someone else would have to handle that because I have no psychology. But I can speak ghoul for sure. At extreme? Because it, it's hard to do that with languages you're not familiar with. But you could pick up some useful clues just by doing that. It's just that if you want a clear, definite answer from it, you need the psych roll at extreme. Uh, yeah, it's one try for me. Yeah, well, I mean, extreme, it's barely worth trying. But um, uh, we're, but even we're not doing even it, there. even if you don't pass the check, it's still going to give you useful information. That's like I'm just saying, like if you want a definite answer, that's what you need to get. Hmm. Right. Well, like I said, I mean, I, I mean, we're we're not at the auction now, so it's, uh, as far as we know. We'll find these guys and there'll be like a way to intimidate them into telling us who it is. So it's like. <laughs> True. It's pure conjecture at this point. So it's no, no, no need to get catched up on it. Let's just move on. So we could either go back into the auction house or up the other end of the tunnel to the graveyard, see if they've got. Want to hide out? Left any traces? I'd say we chase the artifact further, and the artifact go through this tunnel, right? Yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah. I'm okay. pretty sure they'll be occupied for a little while longer. You're able to follow the tunnels. It's twisting, narrow ways. 
you have to occasionally ask Clara to ask for directions from some ghouls in order to make sure that you're on the right path, since they do tend to bend and twist and wind. But you do find the other end. When you get out, you're at a... You end up in a mausoleum that's been slightly op ajar. That's been slightly opened, whose door is slightly ajar. And slipping out, you see sets of footprints leading over to an apartment building. All right then. The apartment building is like right next to the graveyard, but there's like this like loose board in the fence. They went that way. Just to be sure, do we see anybody yet going to do a spotted and check? Yeah, go for it. Very smart move. Very smart move. Boss or yeah, hard? Second floor in a window, somebody's looking out. He seems Ew. to be on the lookout for people. Then he that's where we're headed. Yep. Oh, we could always try sneaking up on him. Indeed. It's a dark graveyard. How hard can it be? Very easy. Stealth checks? Cell checks. Let's do this. I need two of you to pass. Very pass. Fuck. Oh. One of you want to push it? <laughs> I'll I'll push it. I, I'm already feeling off kilter, so I have a justification if I completely cock up. It's fine. Yeah. Oh lord. I, I spent thirty six years living in the brain of a Polish man. It's, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, well. the wise decision would have been to send Charlie in first and knock him up. Nah, wait twice. I still have I, I have lamentable stealth. This isn't that that didn't go well at all. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That was a good thing you were the one pushing it. Then. Yeah. So so Clara, so Toprak, you know, yes. Charlie, you're sneaking up there, doing your job. You get to the you get through the fence when. When right you step through, when right through that Clara like you know pushes the board too hard and it makes that noise, like the sound of a dying cat. <laughs> Everybody winces, and the guy up there is like, mm. like Toprak, you glance, you see the guy, and he uh, and he seems to be leaving the window. I suppose he's too far away to do anything about. Yeah, you could uh, you could try to go through the back door of the building, but uh -huh. who knows where he's going? All right, so yeah. the guy is trying to escape right now. You say? No, I think he's gonna go check it out. Uh... Hmm. Like so what? What made that noise? Just. Right. Oh, uh, Charlotte will try to just set, that, set himself up into ambush position. Mm -hmm. Probably seems the best move. <sighs> Here we go. 
Uh, and since Charlie is actually out for killing this guy, he's going for the uh, blackjack, not the axe. Nice, nice, good choice. Just knocking him out? Yeah. You set yourself up into the position. You get to the sides of the, of the door, the back door of the building. The guy opens the door and uh, just open opens it up and goes, Fuzzykins, you okay? Did you get did you get hurt again? Oh, that stupid cat. <laughs> and Charlie, you go for the swing. Oh yeah, he he's getting a whack anyway. We can't take any chances. That is a success. Uh, hard. You're just trying to knock him out, right? Yeah. Uh, uh no damage. We will just say that you. Yep, that was the guy. Fuzzy kids. He, he says to Clark. Huh? That's what you call him? Uh, stop talking, my head hurts. <laughs> Walk into the apartment complex. And head up the stairs, sneaking your way uh, to the uh, to the to where you think the room is, room two thirty four. You knock on the door, or no, you don't knock on the door. Why would you knock on the door? Why did I say that? This isn't a friendly apartment visit. This is uh, this is a robbery. Nash is trying to It's the investigators. <laughs> Hello. Hello, we're here to we're here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and we're all out of gum. <laughs> Is this the cult hideout? Uh, <laughs> available now in tea, uh, at the at the Doom Train Tea Spring. Is this the hideout? <laughs> all right, all right. Where were we? Okay, so yeah, you're 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 at the front of the apartment. What do you do? Is it the windows to see if anyone else is there? I mean, it's the hallway of an apartment building. Like, you can't really peer into the windows of the apartment complex because it's not. Uh, if there's glass doors. Nah, nah. The, 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 these are oak. Uh, lay my ear on the door to listen if there's anyone. Yeah, give me a listen check. Inside. Oh, well, yeah, the bosses. Look, all I'm saying is that I don't know why he wanted this stupid head. It's part of the plan. Just don't worry about it. Yeah, but the cult's dead anyway. Honestly, why are we still worshipping this guy? You keep saying that, Klaus. Yeah, whatever, Steve. I don't care about you or your American family. That's right, I said it. Oh, this drama. Oh, amazing. Hmm. I... No. 
is there any estimate how close they are to the door that I can make? Are they like right next to me on the side, or pretty? They're in the same. They would be in the same room if you opened it, but they're not close to the door. All right. I was I was thinking of doing pulling a swap move and just cosmic waving the door and. <laughs> You're gonna make a every eye open up. You're gonna you gonna do that. You gonna do it? It would be epic. Do Sorry, it. Carla. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I mean, it's kick us. Uh, it's just such a great spell. Why not? All right, go for it. How many magic points are you spending? Uh, I mean. What's the constitution of a door? Uh, not a lot. <laughs> I'll just spend... three. Alright. That is six d10s. <clears throat> is the door destroyed? Uh, let me just take a brief moment. Let's see. Rolling for the spell, it passed. The door failed spectacularly. <laughs> what surprise. Load has been quite sad. I love that the door has to roll constitution. Hmm, let me <laughs> roll my constitution score real quick. <laughs> Amazing. You slap your hands. The door gets pushed back. Boom! It flies off of its hinges. The two men go, what the fuck? And they like, uh, they, and they just go... And they just put their hands up, and it's like... And they just look out there. They're, they're just looking at you. Hello, boys. <laughs> we got some questions for you. I suspect <laughs> I recommend you surrender. Or the next one's going to you. Yes, 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 we, we, we surrender. Just, 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 what do you want? We don't even want to be a part of this anyway. Then who did? He... He... He coughs out. <coughs> Klaus und der Priest. Ah. Is he lying? No, <laughs> extreme success. They're not. Charlotte was simply like, not that far. And she will nod back. Thanks. Ah, uh, okay. What do you want with Klaus. us? We don't even know what this head is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Um. I think just give it to me first. It would make life a whole lot easier for you. He picks up the head and passes it to you. Great. Keeps his hands so, in plain sight. That's. So, Klaus von der Priest, what did he want with it then? If you didn't. The American is going to roll a intelligence check. Okay. Wait a minute. I recognize you. No, you don't. Yes, yes, I, you and you and... Didn't you have a... What? I don't know who you are, but... Didn't you have a... Fr oh, right, that's where he was from. Oh, I was wondering why I thought he looked familiar. Can you... 
I have a splitting headache. Can you stop speaking in sentence fragments, please? Where do uh, you know us from? Uh, Arkham in 23. You were uh, one of the people who attended the congregation. Uh, oh. 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 You're, you're the people who destroyed it. Uh... I don't see what that has to do with Klaus Wunderpriest. Guys, Klaus help! Was, Klaus was Jacob's disciple. You... Oh. Bother. Bother. You hear a muffled shouting coming from the room next door. No, we ignore it. Leave. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's been gagged in there. Yeah, I wonder who it might be. <laughs> so why would we ignore sure it? No one. <laughs> no, we will not resist the literal call to adventure. I want to go to the door. Yeah, you go to the door. Can't believe you like, find, like you look at the room next, like it's the room, like next to the room you're in. It's like it's in the kitchen. And you open up the pantry, uh -huh. and Lewis is there, and it's just. <laughs> oh! Like he's been tied up and gagged. Where have you been this whole time? You've missed everything. I'm gonna obviously untie him if no, I can. No, no, Clara, Clara, Clara. <laughs> he, he looks to be a bit tied up right now. Maybe we should leave him. Don't pun at me, Charlie. I'm fragile. Only next to Lulu was that as equally bad a joke as you've ever told. <laughs> oh, Lord. I think he tries oh, doing God. all the one personal adventure. Oh. Uh, okay, that's uh, one like, problem. Uh, Lewis is just <sighs> they're trying to they're, they're... something about summoning the angel again uh... I don't know oh no I hate these guys uh... but they just uh... but Lewis like uh, goes just says there's when I was locked up in this pantry right I was looking around, mm -hmm. and I found this. And he, uh, and he, like, he reaches up and he grabs a box and he hands it to you. Hmm. Brown box, golden plus sign on it. That's like four of these we found now. <laughs> yep. It is. Set. Perfectly. We get a prize if we collect them all. <laughs> <laughs> You're not too wrong. Well, of course. If add you that find, to your collection. Add that to your collection of marine micrometers. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So with that, the two are just like, okay, are you done with us? You just go home. Well... You can try, but we're gonna tell the police you're involved. You won't get very far. If we go to the police and offer a confession, maybe maybe they'll give us a, a lighter sentence. Maybe they will. That's your problem, not ours. We've got bigger things to deal with. 
Uh, I'd like uh, to ask Toprak, are you going to do anything with the head? Um, Toprak? Appraise it, just to be sure, if it's authentic. Yeah, go, go for it. I mean, this is the dumbest cult we've encountered so far, but still. Hmm? Uh, wow. Push it. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Ah! Oh no! Oh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> Nash, don't do all this to me. Alright, 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 get ready, get ready. So, you're inspecting this, right? And you're like, ooh, there's like two little buttons on the on its temples. And so you and then the eyes open up and the mouth opens up and you hear a very familiar music that you heard from the apartment complex back in 1923 when that thing went purely so chaotic. And out of the head comes this tentacled thing playing its flute. It stands right in the middle of this apartment complex and it just starts playing the awful, terrible sounds that you heard all those years ago. Sanity rolls. And we enter initiative. Ah. Lost. Man, you were doing so good! And then... Uh, I, uh, I really thought, what was the worst that could happen with... Oh, pass. Right. One point what is the worst that can happen with appraisal? <laughs> One point, Sandy lost to everyone that passed. Oh, uh, right. However, uh, let's see. Its dex is actually greater than that of Charlie's. Uh oh. Uh, so here's what it's going to do. Ooh, this is interesting. So, like, this thing is like holding its flute and has so many other like tendrils, and it uses them to immediately attack the two guys you took out earlier who were like had their hands up so we're just gonna do it like this mm -hmm. miraculously that passes none of them oh. but still it like attacks four times at these cr at these two and it just... Ugh. Ugh. All right. Uh, we go to Charlie. Uh, Charlie's spending one one to get his axle. Yep. Next. Uh, Lewis, unfortunately, does not have his gun. So he's basically useless right now. So oh. Lewis does the tactical thing and runs away. Lewis, you coward! <laughs> we'll catch up with you later! I'm gonna grab my weapon! I'll be back! Okay! Oh, we could use this weapon right now. Uh, let's see here. Next up is Clara. <laughs> My options are punch it or shoot it. My options suck. 
Uh, yeah, I'm gonna... Horrible things will probably happen if I make skin contact with this thing, so I'm gonna shoot it. Yep, go for it. Lost enough brain cells today, thank you very much. No. Uh, push? No, no pushing in combat. No push! Ah, but... but... No, no. You fire the gun, no, it, it, you miss. Ah, that's one bullet I don't get to use again. Toprock? Uh, Alright, so still playing the flute, right? Yep, making that horrible, horrible music. Would I be able to use my whip to grab the flute away from the tentacles? You could try. That's all I need. Yeah, the fossils are normal. You snag the flute out of the creature's hands, but unfortunately, as you do, like it just gets angry and oh. releases a blood-curdling shriek from its mouth. Mouths. I'm not really sure, given its anatomy. <laughs> Uh, Sandy checks again. Uh-oh. By the way, I haven't rolled Sandy for the two gentlemen in here. Poor gentlemen. Oof, that, that's a fail. Here I go again. Uh, since you're still suffering a bout of madness, you automatically get another bout of madness, no matter what. Four more points of Sandy. Oh. Whoop, whoop. At least it won't work on them. Uh, let's see here. Roll 1d10. Oof. We'll get back to this one, to this bout thing later. I did not like the sound of that oof. I really didn't. Uh, I, I'll explain later. It's all good. That's cool. That's cool. I'm dead. So, uh, the creature makes two attacks at Toprock. It's a bitch. Uh, you can only dodge one of those. I'm gonna give you the best possible chances at dodging, so... Yeah. Alright. Yep, go for it. Did you uh, pass? The... Wait, dex... Ah! Yeah, the... Uh, oh, half dex. Oh. Yes. No. 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 Okay. Uh. All right. <gasps> you take 23 points of damage. Toprock, how much luck do you have? Uh, uh, 82. You can spend all of it if you want to live. I should do? <laughs> spend all your luck. Uh, and at least we had one HP, I'm sure. Oh no, you return with five. Five, alright. You'll return with five, but let me explain what happens though, because you're out of the scene now. So... 
the thing picks you up with its many tentacles and then chucks you out a window. The glass shatters and breaks. Everyone currently assumes Toprak is dead. No! Remember, in Pulp, it looks like you died and then you came back later. So for now, Toprak, you're missing presumed dead. Oh, no. In... In three rounds, something will happen. Uh-oh. Uh, I don't cosmic wave. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, seeing as Toprak was yeeted out the window, <laughs> I'm going Oh, wait, to... I forgot. I have to handle its, its two other attacks. It's going to keep going for the, uh, for the other guys. Oh, that, uh, that's fine. That cannon fodder. I don't care about them. That cannon fodder. Oof! Die. Oof. Uh, hang on, let me just, uh... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, and the other one is... So one's dead, the other one's just impaled. But it's, like, yes. still alive. <laughs> As this thing tears people apart limb from limb. So now, to, so now, Charlie, what do you do? Well, as I said, seeing a soap rock went flying out the window, Charlie's going to be very angry. Yes. You going to go for the blood rage? Well, of course. So just so you know, the blood rage technically also qualifies your attack as somewhat magical. Okay. There. Yeah. Just That's just nice. Something. I would do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, this is just for everyone at home who might be questioning, uh, uh, how am I let, how, why am, why is this one particular thing happening? That is an extreme success. Uh, double damage. That means I have to write this the annoying way. <laughs> Let's see, is that correct? Yep. Yes. Ah, oh, it's only 16 damage. Almost minimum. It's clinging there, but you're able to cleave off a few of its tentacles. You have this... The flute, though, is still on the ground. Like, but Toprak, you took the flute as you flew out the window, though, so it still doesn't have access to it. Clara. Now we're just going to have yeah. Clara take the killing shot, so I have to kill her. Go for it. What do you want to do? I don't want to attack it now. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, with me and Drake, you love me, right? <laughs> no, I, I'm just I'm gonna attempt to shoot it again because it's the most practical thing I can do. Like punching punching a tentacle monster with a pair of brass knuckles just seems daft, you know? Yep. Give me the roll. Come on. Too bad none of us can play. Fuck. I, I, my, my aim is I, I I told you I have a headache. My aim's off. Can't see properly. Only only if you fumbled would it have uh would it have done the thing. Shot, shot Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> we uh. It deals Weasley damage anyway. I can shoot him a few times. It's fine. <laughs> All right. We go back to the top of the initiative. The creature uh is gonna try to finish off. 
uh, the one that has impaled first. Uh, let's see. Does that pass? Yes, it does. All right, and so then it's... Yeah, he's just eviscerated. Like, he's just, like, exploded from within. Sexy. Sexy. Uh, let's see. He's gonna do two attacks at you, Charlie, and one attack towards Clara. Now, I thought he only had three attacks? Uh, no. He has four. Okay. Then I misunderstood the other situations. Yeah, because he was, uh, first round he attacked both of the men twice. Then he attacked Toprak twice, and then the No, you don't have, you don't have to explain. Please. Yeah, no, no, no worries. I'm just like, uh, (laughs) I I, I want to make it sure that I'm being fair. Uh, let's see. I I don't care if you're not. But I care <laughs> internally. Okay, both of those pass. Um, uh, you have. Wh- two, two is points. any of them an extreme success? Uh, neither of them are, but they are both hard. Okay. Well, I'm going to fight. Yep. Go for it, and I'll give again. You only get to fight back on one of them, but I'm oh, giving yeah, you the best odds. Uh. It's still only a hard success for me, so it doesn't matter. Do you want to spend luck to make it an extreme? How much luck is that? Uh, Where is the correct skill? There it is. I'd have to spend 25 luck. Uh, How much damage has it been dealing before? Like consistently around the 15 mark, right? Uh, Yeah, he... Deals one d six plus one d three d six d sixes. Okay. Uh, yeah, then I'm going to spend twenty five luck to make that an extreme success. Yep. Twenty five luck is less than thirty luck. Uh, ergo, it's worth it. <laughs> ergo, it is worth it. Yes. Roll damage, <laughs> and then we'll see if it resolves the other attack after you roll damage. Uh, yeah. Right, it's extreme, so I need to do the thing again. I'm sorry, this is very finicky to write out. I know. <laughs> the command, Yes! Nice! You swing your axe. You feel this... This, like, you know, force within you, guaranteeing, fueling your rage, and you kill this thing. You cleave off all of its tendrils and sever its head in half. And as you do, the rage subsides. This unholy thing is finally destroyed. (sighs) Toprak. You wake up. You find yourself having landed in a hedge. It broke your fall. Uh, I'm gonna feel this for a while. As your thought, as you like, feel it in your body and it aches a little bit, a man comes to greet you. And uh, he says, Need a hand, partner? <sighs> I might need more than that, but it will help. One moment. Perfect. 
and he give and like he lays his hand on you and you feel this divine energy enter your body it is so just relaxing and soothing your aura is at peace you heal five points of damage yes my job is preservation of the universe and I can preserve you, but only for so long. Now, let's get you back up, buddy. Not every day you encounter one of my dad's servants. Uh, I can't say I liked him very much. Oh, yeah, their music is awful. They can't play a flute for the life of them. May I, I see that I... thing? Sure. And so he starts, like, playing, like, a little tune. And, like, he actually makes that instrument sound melodic. <sighs> Unfortunately, as an item, it won't be too helpful for you. You're not going to really be dealing with this guy. But it is a useful artifact you might be willing to make a quick buck with. Ah, uh, you know I love my artifacts. It's made to keep Dad asleep. Not much else it really does. I hope he won't get too grumpy without it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, I swear that head that was in there looked oddly familiar, like someone I once knew. Or somebody you once knew? No, no, we didn't know him. No one of you known him. Shame. Shame. False. <sighs> uh, I must be on my way, but here, let me uh, let me escort you to the rest of the group. And uh, you know, he walks you over to the back door of the apartment. <laughs> Clara and Charlie, you believe Toprock is dead. So as you're walking down the stairs, what's your frame of mind? That I'm going I mean, to kill Klaus. Mm. I, I don't know as to mine. I'm still, like, apparently uh, <laughs> having another bout, so I don't know what I'm thinking. Oh, you're forgetting this. That whole fight never happened. Oh. Okay. You will never remember this. It never happened, and your mind just represses that memory. Okay. Uh, this might be a ridiculous question, but how to get here? Charlius lets out an annoyed grunt. Rather I don't remember what happened. And huh? that is when you see Toprock alive and well at the bottom of the stairs. Mr. Vaz is nowhere to be seen. Ah, Professor Demir, there you are. <laughs> Toppy! Uh, is that you? Uh, no? Did the fight go well? 
What fight? Charlotte's gonna pull him up and give him a hug. Oh. oh. What? Uh, oh, I know you are made of sterner stuff. Wait, wait. Yeah, it's dead. dead. Oh, Charlie. Oh. My lips aren't fully healed yet. They're gonna heal stronger. <laughs> what in uh, God's he'll, name he'll, are you two talking about? He'll put Toprak back, back on the ground and slap him in the back. Wow. <laughs> A printer, cough of blood, but... <laughs> Oh, wow. Good man. That's what you fought, by the way. That image. That's Aww. Cool. Cute. No, really, how did we get here? Uh, well, you, uh, Clara, let me correct a couple of things. You remember walking into the room and then, like, uh, you know, interrogating the two guys. Yeah. You remember the tunnels. You don't remember the creature showing up. Yeah, so I'm like missing a small bit between there and the staircase. Yeah. How do we get to the staircase? I've just I've just fugued a bit. I, I know what I'm doing. Mostly. Cool, cool. So what what? You two are very, very happy to see each other given that it's maybe been a minute. A minute since you last saw one another? I think your mind is a bit scrambled up, which is odd considering I am the one who fell down a few stories, but alright. You, you you, fell down when? You okay? You alright? Uh, uh, we got help from a friend. Uh, good. <laughs> so, you two do have the head, right? I suspect if the uh, if the head reappeared, we would have picked it up. No, the the head's still there. It's just like it opened up, like the brass head was still in the room. You you've taken it. Like you're carrying the head. Don't worry. Oh yeah. Uh, it's it it was still there. It just like opened its mouth and eyes, and a thing came out of it. Then Charlotte would hand it back to Toprak. Ah, great. Great, great, so, great. We took it back uh, very smoothly and easily, I gather. And now we just have to go back. <laughs> well done, us. Uh, yeah, extremely smoothly. And we even figured out where our friend went. And then he went away again. So, yeah. I'm sure okay. we'll see Lewis at some point. I hope he won't. Hmm. Now oh, I'm we'll wondering. Catch you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Lewis will go back to the house, so we're going to the auction, but alright. Oh, the passed out man is still uh, at the bottom of the stairs. Oh, oops. You want to take him with you to the police? <laughs> At... Yeah, I mean, let's do that. that, that which might window... Which window was he looking out of? Uh, the window that Toprak was thrown out of. Oh, okay, yeah, then we're bringing him to the police. I thought he might have been an innocent. No, he's not an innocent. Yeah, then, then, then he can tag along. Yeah. Or we can leave him with the goblins. 
<laughs> Seriously, this this thing. Uh, do you have anything in specific you want to do, or do you want me to just kind of wrap up the mystery and we can like uh, resolve what you want to do after this and then finish the auction? Or do you have anything in particular in mind you want to do? Hmm. Question for the whole group. Like uh, everybody, just chime in. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything particular that I want to do. I think we solved most of it. So now we only have to point some fingers with some evidence. Yep. Uh, in this case, we can just kind of like wrap this up since the evidence is pretty clear. Since you can easily get a confession out of the third wit out of the third uh, accomplice. Uh, and plus you have Lewis, who was kidnapped, who can also attest to this. So, the breakdown is something like this. Returning to the auction with the witness, the cops, uh, press, uh, the cops, uh, press this. And while they do, like, chastise you for leaving the crime scene, they do praise you for solving the mystery. Uh, Ava is very happy and is going to give you the 500 pound return on one of your bids for uh, the Ankh. Yes. So you got that for free. Hell yeah. Klaus is put into jail. Upon further reading, you do a bunch of research about the fact how he was looking into uh, bringing forth the, uh, the Passover angel and was actually caught robbing corpses, apparently, back in 1922. Yeah, he was doing grave robbing in that exact graveyard, which is probably how he found the ghouls. Finally, there is some uh, interesting things that just kind of happen. Uh, uh, the auction is going to be delayed for one more week, and that's going to give you time to uh, do any healing you want to do, go visit the hospital, uh, go seek treatment for things if you want. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. So before we resume, before the auction resumes next week, uh, how long uh, would you like to stay in a hospital? You heal two hit points per day, and we have a medicine check for every week you stay in there. Uh, no, I, uh, I need two days, that's all. All right, uh, two days in the hospital. Uh, just to be sure, if I got you correct, because uh, I get five hit points for using all that luck, and then I got another five from Vaz, right? From Vaz, who just, like, did some magic. Yep. Then I'll just need two days, that's all. Yep. Two days. And, uh, Clara, do you want to seek therapy? <laughs> <laughs> no. Cool. In which case, I will now give you your sanity rewards, since the adventure is basically done, and all that's left to do is to uh, finish up the actual auction. Uh, which is, first of all, everybody gets 10 luck for completing Austria. Yay! <laughs> and Turkey. It's something. Uh, you get 1d10 luck for defeating the Servitor of the Outer Gods. Uh, roll that yourself. My bad. I, I don't really mm -hmm. do this. Thanks. You get 1d10 Sandy back. 
Boom. Nice. And for recovering the head and bringing Klaus to justice, 1d6, Sandy. Well, I only need one. It's going to be a while before I get all my luck back. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, everybody, let's just make your luck improvement rolls. Uh, yeah, I need to roll, actually. Ah. I didn't quite get all my luck back this session, but almost. What? What? That is incredibly <laughs> unfair. Oh, yeah. and cheated. Well, I do not feel bad for you. What? Because when I did my 1d10 plus 10 improvement roll, I rolled a 1. So I have no sympathy for anyone. Mm. 1d10 plus 5, Mr. Demir. Mm. I'm sorry. The world is cruel. Right. I will be frank, I, 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 I was a little bit, like, uh, unprepared for the Servitor of the Outer Gods to show up, but you know what? I think that was a very exciting moment. Whoopsie. Yeah. Which, like, slow burn mystery gave way to, oh, dear God, people are going to die. Uh, this is, uh, that, I do think it was fun, though. Like, I think that was absolutely, like, that made me go, oh, shit. Yeah, like a whole thought process of just, hmm, a praise. What's the worst that can happen? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. The only good way of playing Call of Cthulhu is to never look at anything mythos related. But then you don't get anything. And yeah, yeah but the, the only shoot. thing you get when you look at mythos related shit is pain. There is a there is a brief comment I have though where like uh there are ways for me to give you like a sanity loss for uh letting things happen when you could have stopped them, but that's a discussion for another day. <laughs> I don't like doing that rule though, because I think it's dumb. 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 <laughs> Alright. So we left off mm. at the auction at uh you just won lot five, which was the uh the stuff of the Nandi tribe, which you want to return to them, actually. So it's maybe as yeah. a way to get good with them. Yeah. I think Charlie was leading with a bit of 50. Yeah, and then you won. Okay. Uh, so, the auction is going to pick up on the next Monday on March the 9th. And uh, we will continue from there with uh, the magus, the sword, the skull, and everything else. So we're going to start with the Magus. Uh, everybody will be on the docket for uh, bidding, and once again, I will ask if you actually do have any interest in the items. I will tell you if Sasha or the Baron bids. Are there any other people you would be interested in knowing uh, if they bid or not? Uh, oh, and uh, of course, Klaus and the Russian are no longer there. They have both been turned over to the authorities. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, no one that strikes my ma mind. Turban Man, maybe. The fortune teller? Yeah. Ooh. Well, I mean, right. uh, he he was obviously like 
Correct. He is so uh, he clearly has some sort of foretelling abilities. Alright. We begin with the Magus. It is a what is it? Uh, the book author is Francis Barrett. It is a first edition of 1801. Uh, Publishers of the Magus is one of the primary sources for the study of ceremonial magic. Starting bid of 50 pounds. Do I hear 50? Uh, De Borsavin actually will bid on this item. So will the Baron. Charlie isn't interested, but I, may, I suspect both Toprak and Clara would be. Uh, yeah, could you repeat the book? <laughs> is a book on ceremonial magic. Oh, Lord. Uh... <laughs> <sighs> I'm afraid they're gonna bid the price quite high just with the two of them, but sure. The bid has already hit like a hundred pounds or so. Uh... And I already dispensed some money. Yeah. Well, mm. I mean, we're... We had... We're at an auction, so like, this is the place to spend money. But the foundation. I, plus, I must remind you that, uh, what is it? The Book of Law is something Marion wants from you. Yeah, but this isn't Book of Law. But that's not the Book of Law, so just just yeah. remembering your future money. <sighs> However, high high credit rating does Toprak have? Uh, let's writing It's a 30. I should have increased oh. that like earlier. I should have been futzing with that. Yeah, that, yourself... uh, that, that's very low. Give yourself a 60. Oh, nice. Credit rating is still a weird thing because I got no clue. It's an arbitrary is. measurement of your wealth. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's so arbitrary. All right. So, are you going to bid? Either of you? I'll well, I mean, Clara just uh, Echo just returned, so maybe tell her as well so she's aware. You want to bid on the What's Book the of look? Ritual Magic? Lot number six. Yes, yes, I do, please. All right. Uh, 110 pounds, Baron. 120. <laughs> Dave Rosava, 130. Or do you want to go for 140? Uh, 150! They're going so 150! <laughs> Hundred seventy. Hundred seventy five. <clears throat> he breaks. Soul boom. Okay, next up we got a sword. German circa thirteen fifty. First belonging to the alchemist and sorcerer, uh Parcelius. Uh, not many seem to be interested in this, though this, uh, one man, uh, Darnell Coulson, makes a very high opening bid on it, uh, going to, immediately going, eh, 
Three hundred pounds. Whoa. If it, its starting bid was two fifty. Three hundred twenty. Uh, 330. Yeah, Sean is not bidding anymore. Aw. Uh, somebody gets, he, he doesn't um, even want it. He just wanted to get it up. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie. A, a, a check man speaks up and goes, uh, 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 400. Darnold just goes, 500, and that's my final bid. I can't do the accent. <laughs> 500. 500 sold. Uh, let's see. On to lot number eight. A human skull. It's without a jaw. It's painted with a thin coat of dark red ink and coated with transparent lacquer. Hardly used during uh, black masses of, sat of satanic rituals. Starting bid, 100 pounds. Uh, the Baron pipes up and goes, uh, 110. Fun 10. Lady Margaret. Uh, 120. Any bids? 130. <laughs> 140! 175. 200! 220. Lady Margaret. 300! Well, Charlie is not made of money, so someone else wants to bid at this point. It's up to them. But I do seem to recall this is one of the items we want. The black, the red skull? Yeah. Wasn't that something someone said to us? I don't recall the clues we've been given. Uh, no, no. It was uh, mostly emphasizing the... Uh, what was it? It was really emphasizing the uh, the onk, and you already got a hold of that. Yeah, well, damn, Charlotte's just fucking. Them. Yep. <laughs> the Baron buys it for four hundred, but he looks hurt in the pocketbook. Uh, let's see. Lot nine is skipped. The brass head is going to be like stored and kept very close eye on, and that'll be for another day. Toprock, I don't even think you want the brass head. <laughs> don't even, even protest me. for it. Oh. After what happened. Uh, okay. Lot 10. The I, I Ching sticks. Uh, China, second Ming dynasty. Uh, carved ivory, 15 sticks used to cast I Ching. Each is 15.5 centimeters long and 4 millimeters square. Uh, we start the bid at 40 pounds. 40. All right. Uh, let's see. Who else is interested in this one? Uh, uh, there's a few grumbles. Almost the entire room kind of, like, increments it slowly with a couple of pounds, but, like, it eventually levels off at 50. The room's not too interested in it. Well, if they're only going to do small increments, Charlie's also going to do a small increment and go 52. 52. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
uh, Sasha speaks up and goes, uh, 56. Well, let's go around 60, then. Have it. Thank you. Oh, now you have a set of eating sticks. I love it. Nice. I'm getting all the low bits. Order. Okay, the big one. The Book of the Law. Oh, Lord. Book Here author Alistair Crowley, published in 1904, Liber al Vegius, contains three chapters, each of which was written down in one hour, beginning at noon on April 8th, 9th, and 10th. Crowley claims that the author was an entity named Iowas, whom he later referred to as his personal holy guardian angel or higher self, handwritten notes and commentary. We will start the bidding at 10 pounds. Yeah. All right, 15. Mm -hmm. 15. Uh, the Baron pipes up and goes, uh, 20. 25. Lady Margaret, hurts in the pocket. Lady Margaret, 50. 60. Sixty-five? Seventy. Going once. Going twice. Sold! The Book of the Law is yours. Alright, it wasn't too bad. Uh, next up. Uh, Prodigies in the New England Canon. A pamphlet, single-page colonial United States circa the 18th century. Author revered Ward Phillips. Starting bid, 25 pounds. Out of the gate, uh, no one is particularly interested in this one. Uh, like, no one at all is interested until eventually uh, Darnell Colson pipes up and goes, Yay. 25. 30. You can have it. Sold. <laughs> uh, multiple. Let's see. We got multiple lots here. Four medallions. Two gold, one copper, one tin. The first three come attached to strings. To strings in the style of a necklace. They are France. Circuit, they are from France. Circuit the 1600s. Strings of modern designs. Protective signs to be worn by a sorcerer during various magical ceremonies. Uh, we will start the bid at uh, 45 pounds. Do I hear 45? Yes. Ooh, 45. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Baron pipes up. 50. The damn Baron always. 55. 60. 65. Sasha, 70. 
Mikhail. 65. Mikhail. 80. Ah. 80. Baron. 90. Ninety-nine. Uh. Okay. One hundred. One hundred and one. <laughs> sort of looks at the guy who raised the bid by one with a sort of "fuck you" gaze. <laughs> one hundred two. One hundred three. The Baron just breaks this up. Under <laughs> 10. <laughs> and going, Baron's going at 110. Going once. Going twice. 115. 115! Uh, Baron goes. Going once. Going twice. Sold. Unless uh, you are hurting my Dutch culture. Uh, <laughs> how so? We are incredibly cheap. Yes, I'm aware <laughs> of this. Uh, oh. the, dic the Dictionary Infernal. Uh, book author Colin de Plany, France, published in 1825 by Plon. The cover page reads, translated from French, the infernal dictionary or a universal library on the beings, characters, books, deeds, and causes which pertain to the manifestations and magic of trafficking with hell. Divinations, occult sciences, grimoires, marvels, errors, prejudice, traditions, folk tales, and various superstitions, and generally all manner of marvelous, surprising mysteries and supernatural beliefs. A small bidding war uh, begin uh, already breaks out between... Uh, Lady Margaret and uh, Leslie Kesnerin. Shit. Uh, the price goes from the initial eighteen pounds all the way to one hundred and fifty. Blimey. Does anyone want in? One hundred sixty. One hundred sixty. Yeah, you're in on this. Uh, yep. I'm gonna have to roll for these because these two really want it. Whew. So do I. I'm hungry for knowledge. It's my, my whole my whole thing. Uh, yeah. One of them gives out, but the but the check guy keeps going. Hundred sixty. I already said hundred sixty. Sorry, hundred seventy. Hundred eighty. Hundred ninety. Two hundred. Two fifty. Three hundred. Uh, uh, he's hitting his limit. 350? 360. He gives. He caves. <sighs> okay, we're at the last two lots. A shaman medicine bag. Eskimo, circa 1900. Light brown leather, locked and sealed. Several smaller unknown items inside. Minimum bid, five pounds. Six. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see here. 
It's a loot box. Yep. <laughs> it's a loot box. It could be anything. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh boy, I hope I get the legend there. Sir Martin goes. <laughs> mm, him. Ten. Thirty. Forty. Fifty. Sixty. Seventy. Eighty. A hundred. Hundred ten. Hundred thirty. Hundred forty. Hundred sixty. Two hundred. They let him have it. Thank you. I was and worried I wouldn't be able to bully him to go higher, but I'm so pleased that I did. Uh, finally, uh, a golden ring, Turkey, circa 19th century. A design of intertwined serpents surrounding a magical symbol, evidently meant to be the seal of Solomon. The eyes of the two snakes consist of small rubies. Minimum bid, 35 pounds. Out of the gate, Sasha says 100. 200. 300. Four. Five hundred. How much money did we earn on the uh, expedition we went on? Uh, you got a five hundred pound discount, and we basically allowed. You no, to no, no, not that. Not that the uh, the Peru one. Uh, I never gave you a specific number, but it was like, I'd say it was like a thousand pounds. 2,000 pounds? 2,000 pounds. It was 2,000 pounds worth of gold. Oh, that's good. Just so I have some frame of reference. Mm -hmm. uh, 800. 900. 1,000. 1,001. 1,035. One 1,500 pounds. 1,075. 2,000. The Baron is like looking at this and going, <laughs> Oh, my <mein> lieber. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, lady, take it easy. <laughs> oh, Lord. 2,500. Three thousand. I would like uh, somebody to roll luck. Thanks for the movie. Anybody or just people who are just big? whoever wants to. Uh, I succeed handedly. You notice that her tongue kind of makes a weird trill at three hundred, at three thousand, thousand. Well, I mean, I want to continue bidding, but uh, I cannot argue for Charlie having enough money to do it. Yeah. 3,000. Sold to the woman. Mm -mm. She, uh... I think that was probably by far the most valuable item as well. Yeah. 
she puts the ring, uh, she, uh, she, uh, obtains the ring from Ava, and she, uh, puts it on her finger. And, uh, she goes, ah, yes, thank you. The ring of my people. And she, uh, you know, exits the auction, uh, just, like, flashing how she's just able to dispose of 3,000 pounds like that. Too bad we don't have Princess Anastasia anymore. I know. <laughs> You'll never be able to know what what was up with that ring and why she really wanted it. Oh, I can guess. You can totally guess. But with that, the auction is over. Uh, I hope you were recording all the items that you kept, because I didn't. I was too busy conducting the auction. Some windy uh, books. All that's really left to say is, uh, Toprock, how do you meet up with uh, Marion to give her the book? Uh, to be honest, my first instinct was I go to sleep with the book in my hands and hope she comes to my dreams. Yeah, I reckon it would work. Set the stage. I leave it to you. Let me just have a little sip of water before. One second. Yep. Uh, uh, you'll take the reins from me and GM this for the next bit. I'm still kind of recovering from the fact that I almost killed Toprock, and again, Zack was almost the first one to die again. Again, always uh, in your campaigns. Always in my campaign. It's like it's how it's an unfortunate curse that Zack dies first. Maybe power hungry does have his consequences. Yes, especially when you <laughs> steal a giant flute from a creature whose whole purpose is to play it. Sure. So what I'm hearing is Zack is the Sean Bean of the Doom Train. Yes. Checks out. Wow. I am back. By the way. Alright. Floor is yours. So Toprak would find himself waking up sitting down inside a train car. Uh, it's been probably fell asleep on, to uh, on top of the uh, table. Of course he knew he fell asleep in the bed, but this is how things appear to him. And the whole train is simply made out of parchment with all kinds of archaic and whimsical writing uh, written, uh, written upon it. Some of it in English, uh, but little of it seeming to make any sense. Uh, and across from him, um, dressed in a suit, uh, sits Mary. Hmm. Ah, Logan, I hope it wasn't too long for you. I got no idea how time works for you. Uh, somewhere between a moment and, it, and an eternity, it ceases to matter nor make much sense after all. <laughs> oh, well. I got the book you wanted. I didn't take a look yet, but here it is. 
I hope. Oh, I hope his character you. over. It is mostly of sentimental value, but I'm sure that all their master knew something useful. And she takes it and uh, flips through it. Uh, then she simply rips all the pages out and sort of tosses them in, into the air. And they all seem to sort of drift onto the crane walls where they attach themselves. <laughs> I am kind of shocked. Well, that, yeah. that is a very neat library system. Oh, I find it immensely useful, especially with the metaphysical connections, but you're still living in a world where knowing such things would probably be detrimental to your well-being. Well, I know enough detrimental things. Don't it isn't oh, sure almost I... killed me. Oh, well, I hope you haven't been reading the black marked pages. <laughs> no. That's good, so, that's good. Yeah. Does Sistrain ever go anywhere? Or is it just you in it? Oh, it goes all over the place. Yeah. I met a woman here just a short time back that reminded me slightly of Laszlo. I think she was actually sharing in his, his particular profession. Oh, oh, less slow. Well, from what I uh, what I know, she actually survived losing her mind, so that's quite something. <laughs> but some people do for curiosity. Well, oh, I, I can hardly oh. judge him. I suppose I am slightly blamed for that as well. But what I wish to tell you. You still have my diary, Doctor. Yes, I hope you don't mind. No, of course it was gifted to you. Page 266 is going to be useful for you. I recommend you do not look it up until you feel that you have it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, what a nice little cameo we had there. It's good to see Marion's doing all right, especially after how she saved my ass in the previous dimension. Ah, you swore a lot! Of course I did. Look, it's just good to see things going on track. You keep walking into the puns, lad. Keep walking into them. No, whatever. Well, ladies, folks, and gentlemen, we come to the end of another episode. Tune in next time to episode 16 of Masks of Nyarlathotep as the gang travels to Berlin and discovers its mysterious creature. All right. Broadcast is over. I think we can now review uh, content we have discovered. 
Ah, yes, lad. Let's see what the calculations have said. Oh, they're going there. Hmm. Think Vaz has a plan for this, or...? I think he does. I think he knows what he's doing. You know, there's a chance, then, that if, uh, if it goes horribly wrong, it gets moved to a new place. I'm aware. You sure you got this? He is counting on you, lad. We've got this. All we have to do now is just stay the course. Stay the course.